Welcome to the September 2022 episode of the Presale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. Now I'm Ryan Lalonde, and of course, with me today, one of the most influential, uh, obviously one of the most feared and the revered, the Serena Williams of real estate, Susanna Gonzalez. Serena Williams, am I, you heard it here first, I'm evolving away from real estate. Just kidding, that's not happening. It is just an honor to be sitting here. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, royalty. Uh, so here we are, it's September, we're back to school, back from vacations, markets are just once again the hottest topic right now and interest rates are at the center of that. Now as the markets have calmed, buyers are really beginning to explore what opportunities are available in the more favorable supply demand metrics. Now, we continue to face these headwinds. Um, this is by the way of rising interest rates and we're likely to see some renewed optimism as buyers do return in the early fall markets and they have one thing on their mind and that's deal hunting. We're gonna talk about that today. Thanks, Ryan. Now, today we are filming at the new sales gallery of Pura by Adira in Surrey City Centre's West Village. This well-designed collection of one to two plus den bedroom urban homes will be Surrey Central's first wellness-centred mass timber community to feature Adira's Smartwood. Now, homebuyers will benefit from over 12,000 square foot of amenity spaces that focus on the eight points of wellness. The sales gallery features a smart wood showcase for a quiet room experience, comparing one room built with a traditional wood frame and the other with the smart wood room to showcase that noise reduction. Now check out livepure.ca for more details or visit the sales gallery opening in late September. Love it. It's queue up the sales pitch. Yeah, oh, well, we have to, especially since we're in this beautiful space. Oh, and it is amazing. It's absolutely uh, worth the time. Now, before we jump into August's activity, I think the pre-sale pulse, as you guys know, it's all about recapping both the pre-sale and the resale marketplace over the past 30 days. Now, we touch on everything trending in our industry, and we want to ensure that our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and becoming real estate intelligent. Yeah, in today's episode, we'll be speaking to the Bank of Canada's interest rate hike, of course, and what that might mean to the fall housing market, how the pre-sale market performed last month, and of course, new projects of note and current resale market conditions. I love it. Now, plus in a separate video segment, we'll be sharing some of the insights of the upcoming municipal election and the housing market issues that are heating up the debates and firing up all voters. Now, as the campaigns begin to ramp up, we can expect that real estate and housing affordability are going to be top of mind for all of our voters. All right, Suze, now diving into things with our usual look at the larger economy, Canadian Q2 GDP numbers, they are out finally, and they're showing an annualized 3.3% GDP growth. Uh, this is below the consensus forecast and represents a growing economy with robust activity, and that's kind of the problem right now. Now, this figure is the second highest among the G7, second only to Italy, and higher than that of the US, which actually saw a GDP contraction in the second quarter. Now this can be seen as a testament to the relative strength of the Canadian economy. However, the effects of the recent Bank of Canada rate hikes, which tends to lag a few months behind the hikes themselves, are beginning to register. Now the preliminary estimates, including July's initial reading, are beginning to show that the economy really is starting to stagnate over the last three months. This is playing a huge role in the slowdown and falling real estate activity. This is obviously having also a big impact on buyer sentiment. This is comprised of outsized portions of typical Canadian GDP growth relative to other countries. 
Yeah, Ryan, and with uh, Q2 numbers you just cited in mind, we weren't surprised to see the Bank of Canada's recent hike decision. As expected, on September 7th, the Bank of Canada announced another 75 basis point increase. Now, this recent move pushes the overnight rate in Canada to the highest key lending rate amongst G7 countries and brings the rate into restrictive territory for the first time. Restrictive territory is generally recognized as reducing liquidity in the economy and leading to slower economic growth. Now, the U.S., in the meanwhile, the Federal Reserve, it's expected to make another similar aggressive move. The chairman recently delivered comments at the Jackson Hole Economic Policy Symposium, which received widespread attention and discussion. Now, the speech was notably hawkish. Uh, the chairman Powell stating that combating inflation will, end quote, likely require maintaining a restrictive policy stance for some time, and that historical record cautions strongly against prematurely loosening the policies. Uh, some have believed that we would begin to see some of that interest rate relief happening as early as the late part of 2023. And it feels like when we, re when we read quotes like this, that's a little bit further out. Now, this gives reason to believe that even as inflation may begin to tick down, interest rates will be held at elevated rates for a good part of 2023. Powell also warned of coming economic hardship, stating that combating inflation will also bring some pain to households and businesses, casting this as an unfortunate cost of reducing inflation. So buckle up, everybody. We're still in for a little bit of a ride. Oh, that is so right, Suze. Now, it also seems that despite the U.S. core inflation uh, that we're all reading about and hearing about coming in at a nine-month low in July, the Fed seems to be bracing markets for some difficult times still ahead. Uh, or times to come though. The coming months will be something of a turning point for both the central banks as they do try to walk that fine tightrope between overcorrective policy and not going far enough. Yeah, obviously we will continue to monitor this closely as it affects both home buyers and of course the development community as well. Let's take a look at the pre-sale market now and check on launch activity across Metro Vancouver. Love it. Uh, August saw seven projects launch, bringing just over 450 units to the marketplace across Metro Vancouver in general. Many developers decided to just skip the August market, stay at the beach, instead preparing to launch in the coming months, most likely late September and October, in hopes of just more favorable conditions. Now, following the trend we saw from last month, same month absorptions continue to hover at around 25% in August, less launches, steady demand with July, somewhat of a similar outcome. Yeah, we're expecting this number to improve in September and October. Keep in mind that many major programs expecting to launch in the fall have been actively testing the depth of the market for several months now. Suze, why don't we jump into projects? Yeah, so uh, some of those projects testing that market, Parkway by Boza in Surrey and Park by Anthem in downtown Vancouver have both been actively reaching out to their realtor networks to understand whether it makes sense to launch this fall. Now the question they're trying to answer is whether there's enough demand, enough deals to be had to get success out of the gate, likely looking for about 30 to 40% absorption in that first month. Yeah, and you know, in concert with these questions, programs will only launch if they have a strong probability of meeting that initial absorption requirement before transition into a tempo campaign. Now, in this way, we can really expect that same month absorptions to be pushed higher for the remainder of the year as programs push more inventory into the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Now, setting sights on September and the fall market, we see potential for nine launches in September, bringing just under 1,100 homes to market. Now, overall launch activity is expected to increase in late September and October, following typical seasonal patterns before decreasing in the winter months with many developers setting their sights in the new year. Now, I think in many ways, the initial shock from rate hikes that really tempered the market in Q2 
have come down. And while the rising rates will undoubtedly continue to impact uh, affordability, uncertainty in the market is stabilizing somewhat from where it was just a few months ago. And that's feeling really positive. This should also help to really improve optimism among buyers and developers as well. You can expect more demand being led by home buyers. And of course, we can expect more inventory to be released as favorable conditions arise. Now, Suze, let's start uh, in a little bit of a different spot today and talk about Anthem's new sales program, AMP, not to be confused with EMP or IED. <laughs> now, it stands for Anthem Master Plan Program, where essentially what they're talking about is releasing uh, 1,000 homes this fall. It will all fall under the Anthem's One Price Program. So this is quite interesting news as we continue to embrace this market we are currently in. We are witnessing a number of developers provide reactive solutions and different buyer incentives. However, what, what Anthem is gearing up to offer is unique. Now the program will consist of three of their master plan communities, including Georgetown 2 in Surrey, Soco 2 in Coquitlam, and lastly South Yards in Brentwood. Now, although many details have yet to be released, it sounds like it will follow the sales program Anthem led for Jinju, also in West Coquitlam, and other programs where units are the same price across multiple floors. Now, given that the AMP program includes programs over multiple geographies, it sounds like buyers may be able to buy homes at the same price across projects as well. It's a lot of inventory to release at once in this market, so it's going to be really interesting to see how sales progress. What will be interesting also is how they approach uh, similar inventory across multiple buildings. And so far what we have heard is that there will be a limited number of entry level price point bands that will be held across pro programs. And that'll make it really interesting to see how those compete with one another uh, through the tempos phases of that program. Now moving on, let's chat about Burn Park, which will be the first of two projects from Polygon that we'll discuss today. Now Burn Park is a collection of just over 100 boutique style townhomes and apartments located in the heart of South Burnaby. So these parkside homes feature West Coast modern designs with ample natural and urban amenities nearby, uh, including Burn Creek, which is directly adjacent to the project. Now, one and two bedroom apartments are generous in size, ranging from roughly 600 square feet to 975 square feet. And larger format townhomes, uh, these are consisting of three and four bedrooms, roughly sized from 1500 to 1670 square feet. So, so fairly spacious. Thanks, Ryan. Let's move on to the second project uh, by Polygon called Skylark. This project is currently making their final preparations to open the presentation center and are set to begin sales by mid-September. Now, Skylark is a collection of one, two, and three bedroom apartments located in West Coquitlam and will consist of West Coast-inspired architecture. West Coquitlam is still so hot right now. So hot. This project will also include a private courtyard setting hotel-inspired lobby, and an on-site fitness studio for residents to enjoy. So we all know location has always been uh, an important component when considering real estate, and a great benefit of this program uh, entails where it's positioned in West Coquitlam. Now, residents will only be a short walking distance to Coquitlam SkyTrain station, and also well-connected to the various transit and commuter routes. It will also launch on the back of one of Coquitlam's most successful programs currently selling in market, Alina by Strand. The area is home to a diversity of amenities for all lifestyles, including Lowkeet Center and Coquitlam Plaza, which has always been an attraction to local residences. And now Polygon will have their hands full with those two diverse project launches over the coming months. Our last project for the day will include one that has had some history over the past few years, but it finally appears that 1331 Ambleside will come to fruition with a fall 2023 completion. Now, located in the upscale gateway and Ambleside Village of West Vancouver, this project will only feature a total of 16 boutique-style residences composed of one to three bedroom layouts. 
this concrete development will have a wow factor Sue's contemporary architecture that's going to add to the elegance of this ever-evolving streetscape and within the neighborhood now before rebranding the program previously started selling in march 2018 sold nine homes all of those homes were collapsed money was returned back to those home buyers we're estimating roughly speaking a price per square foot of something in the 2000 range uh, but more to come and we're very excited to see how this program performs okay next up let's dive into some resale stats for the month so on a good note, sales for the Greater Vancouver region dropped less than 1% from the previous month. However, as expected, year-over-year -year sales have remained down about 41%. Now, after several months of declining sales, it seems our market is starting to reposition itself. There were just over 9,600 active listings at the end of the month, showing a 7% increase over the previous year, but down 6% from last month. So basically, we have less inventory. Now, although resale activity has declined over the last several months, buyers who are actively searching for product now have the luxury of time and the ability to not be rushed when trying to buy a home. However, we are also seeing entry-level market segments still seeing some activity, including multiple offers, but that's specifically in those lower price segments. Thanks, Suze. Now, touching on sales to listing ratios, interestingly, with sales relatively unchanged from July and month-over-month -month listings declining, we saw sales to listing ratios increase across all markets. Overall, detached product was at 12%, firmly in a balanced market, while condo and townhomes are still edging above a balanced marketplace, conditions moving and trending in a seller's market for some time to come. Yeah, prices continue to slip as buyers feel the pain of rising interest rates. Composite benchmark pricing fell about 2.2% in August, but remains 7.4% ahead when we compare it to this time last year. That's good news. Yeah, pricing is still positive, although it is adjusting, as to be expected. Suze, I think let's end it there. Uh, it's official. Our viewers are now officially in the know. Uh, this has been another edition of the Presale Pulse. However, don't forget to check out the trending topics segment in the links below. There's some great content down there. This month, we'll be speaking to a very topical issue that is on the horizon. One, why voters should care about the upcoming Vancouver municipal elections. And two, what are some of the impacts of these results and how they will shape the lives of our community members. Now, before you tune into Trending Topics, if you found some value in today's episode, hit the like button and subscribe to our channel and Newswire, our daily email roundup of the latest real estate news breaking ground. Subscribers get early access to the Presale Pulse, Market Insights, and the latest projects that are hitting the airwaves. Our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets, uh, providing actionable intelligence across Canada. So reach out to us using the links below and we can provide market data, information on a specific marketplace or recommendations on product design. Contact us by visiting the links below. We want to hear from you, so leave a comment if you have any questions or want us to speak about any trends or insights not mentioned in today's episode. We enjoy hearing from you and want to ensure that the Pre-Sale Pulse is your preeminent source of real estate intelligence. And lastly, big thanks to the Adira team for letting us host this month's episode at the beautiful Pura Sales Gallery. We'll see you next month.